stay a man Growing up with a cane pulled in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on the ride. All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here live at the Outdoor Zone on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Or you can get us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can catch all our shows. Love for you to share our shows on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and every other place that has audio good audio radio and podcast uh my name is tj granny that is cody ryan good morning beefsteaks in the house oh yeah road rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure this whole thing goes off we've also got precious in the house from north carolina glad to have him here and uh what else is going on we want to make sure hey uh at some point everybody needs to make sure their vehicle is repaired and running correctly if you have problems with that or if you need a good uh automotive repair company somebody that you can trust try our buddies over at sun auto service each and every person with sun automotive works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. they got locations all around Central Texas. Our family locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. One at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. 1206 Ranch Road 620. Get more information at sunautoservice.com. Sunautoservice.com. Now we've got our buddy uh, that was previously a major youtube guy i'm watching i'm looking at his page right now bat city outdoors 131 views on his one video that he posted mayfly hatch on ladybird lake good morning shane how are you buddy? shane townsend the outdoor zone out regulator rider from you should uh you should introduce everybody. We should all be so lucky. I also have Steve uh, <laughs> Bender with the National Wildlife Federation here with me as well. <laughs> all right. Good deal. Where are you at and I, how are you calling in? Who do you have with you with NW? It's uh, Steve Bender, who you met. Oh, at, uh, oh okay. Party. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Uh, National Wildlife Federation. Hey. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so you guys are in Kenya, right? Kenya? Kenya right now? Yeah. 
We are. We're in Nairobi right now. We just got back from uh, Watamu on the Indian Ocean, where we may, still yet to be made official, we may have just set a Kenya record. Oh, my. No. Of course. Begin. Okay. Okay. You can't just say that. Begin the story. I, I don't need to, How did you I don't get need to there? interview you on this deal. Just start with the story. All right. Well, uh, first of all, I'm going to come clean by we. I mean, our captain did all the work and we reeled in fish. So, um, Perfect. <laughs> So we uh, we flew down to the the Indian Ocean a couple uh, about four days ago to fish with this guy called Peter, uh, who's with uh, the Alley Cat. He runs the Alley Cat out of Watamu. Okay, and, so um, wait, so you're, you you go walks on you water. go get on a plane. <laughs> he walks on water. You go get on a plane because you heard of this guy named Peter that has a boat in Nairobi. Where, where, where are we going with this? Yeah. Next, you're going to start getting animals of two. <laughs> well, there were a lot of doubles, so yes, there were animals of two. <laughs> well, how did how do you how do you find this guide? And I mean, how did you hear about him? And what was that connection point? Yeah. So, so I went to the a different town in, on the coast for business, and I ran across some. Some other uh, and another American who's down there from Houston. I said, "Hey, who do you fish with around here?" And they they gave me this guy's number, and I called him up. And uh, you know, we tried to do this last year, but um, Al Shabab um, started blowing stuff up, so we had to cancel the trip at the last moment. That's and then um, we decided we're going we're going no matter what this year. So I called Steve Bender in because I think I can outrun him if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, wow, Cody. Well, and and uh, we called in a favor and had that uh, bombing situation handled for you over here. So, thank you. Thank yes, you. I know they're big kids fans for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you fly down there and you uh, and what what kind of boat is? You're not fishing out of a ponga, obviously. No, vendor. You want to talk about the boat a little bit? Well, no, it's a, it's a seagoing vessel. We're on blue water, so it's a good-sized vessel, uh, 32-foot plus. I think he said it was built in 1979 with the deck on the top, and uh, or the uh, captain's chairs on the top, and then a lower deck that's covered, and uh, two cat diesels pushing it along. Yep, it's a Hatteras. Oh, nice. Oh, that's just a regular old offshore boat then. There you go. How far now? How far off of the coast did you guys end up having to go? Or I mean, could you still see the coast from where you were? I know in some of those places, you don't have to go for four hours to or five hours to get out to the spot. How how far off did you have to go? How deep was it? Yeah, a little further, a little further south. When we go chase tuna, it's only three or four hundred yards off, um, which is good because in those situations, it's usually boats that leak. But um, this one, we would we would we dropped. Um, our rigs, I think about probably about six miles out, we dropped, we dropped, and then we ended up putting, we fished as far as 28 miles out, and we put about 80 miles on the boat each day. Well, that's mm. not too bad. No, oh, that's doable. You can't even, you, you, you get to the blue water about 80 miles out here, <laughs> out of Texas, so. So, now, on the... Uh, when you're out there, is this a, a well-known spot? Is this the right time of year? What is it that drew you to that particular spot? Yeah, so it's um, there's a big run um, of these uh, billfish running down um, the Kenya coast, uh, Tanzania, Kenya, down um, 
into the, the, the Pemba Channel, which is a super famous place in, in Tanzania where these fish are kind of pushed through this, this little channel. Um, but we're up, we're up north a little bit, and uh, it's just this is the time of year, man. You know, from December to, to March, it's, um, it's running to the bulls. You know what I mean? I mean, it's nonstop. So, I'm sorry I cut you off. Um, what what were you fishing with, and what did this look like? And then tell us about some of the stuff that y'all were putting in the boat. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Bender talk about that because I all know we were fishing with rods and reels and some multicolored lures. <laughs> Bender, what well, that's pretty much what we were fishing with. We were fishing with high end, heavy duty reels. We were fishing. Um, it just depends. The drag just depends on on what we're fishing for, but you gotta let them run so you don't run quite as heavy a drag as you might think. And the drag is associated with the hooks and the size hooks, and it's all it's all much more science than people think it is. And the captain's responsible for rigging everything out and making sure that we get the best experience we can. And we had nine rods running at all times. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're just trolling trolling along, and and you had a double. You had a double hookup. Well, we had so so while you're trolling, you're also on the on you know up top looking, trying to spot um, these sailfish fins or these marlin fins, and then you try to run over them, and you're looking for them on your your uh, depth finder or your fish finder and all that too. Um, and yeah, the, the first day we started off and we did rock paper scissors, and I got to go first, and I lost the sailfish right out of the gate, and then Bender caught a marlin. Um, mm. Or Marlin caught him. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I laughed at him a whole lot. But then I got my comeuppance when I got one just like it about 15 minutes later, and uh, and we were done for the day. That was it. But uh, the following day, we um, and those were both about 300 pound blue marlin. And then um, the the following day, uh, they they kicked off right out of the gate, and um, we ended up with uh, we ended up landing uh five blue marlin two sailfish and a, uh got attuned to the boat but the gas man missed it and um mm. and, you know during that time we had uh two triples going um and lost the third both times and uh when we got back to the dock they they told us that's the that's the most blue marlin they've ever caught out of that um out of that port and they believe it's the most blue marlin caught in a day um on the coast of kenya and that's the captain doing. That ain't us. That is incredible. So, are, are wow. you? How many of the fish are you keeping? Are you keeping all of them? You know, uh, I'm gonna let Steve talk about it a little bit. But they're doing something real cool there. Um, they have a, a robust tagging program. Yeah, we had three deckhands on the boat, and at one point, one deckhand steps back and gets ready to tag. We ended up tagging. Of our seven marlin, we ended up tagging five of them, and then if they're ever caught again, they can be reported back. Uh, so we know where they go, and so we can monitor uh, where they head, because we don't know as much as we should know about marlin. And so by having those tags in, we can uh, talk to other folks and make sure that we know what their trails are and where they head out and where they end up. So it's a really, it's really great. It's, it's entirely tag and release on the marlin, and uh, well, I say that it's about 95% tag and release on the marlin, and. We missed two tags. We've tagged five of the seven. Wow, that is cool. And you hear about, you know, here in, in the States, we hear about Costa Rica and we hear about Panama and, and those those fisheries for, for marlin and sailfish. Holy cow. I mean, you guys are in in some, that is some serious good catching. 
is what that is right there. Now, I don't care who you are. That's some serious catching right there. <laughs> that is. That's worth the trip. That's so is that something that it's better than we deserve? <laughs> is that something that uh, anybody can do? I mean, can can folks go online and get information on uh, going down there and and doing that fishing trip? Yeah, absolutely. And um, if they just go to Facebook and go to, uh, I think it's called Alley Cat uh, Big Game Charters out of uh, Watamu. It's uh, W-A-T-A-M-U, Watamu, Kenya. Um, and and if, if y'all are keen, I can send y'all the link and y'all can put it on your on your page or whatever so yeah. folks can see it. But um, there's, a, you know, you can get a ticket over here anymore for, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's, I mean, if you, if you're willing, if you want to go to South Africa, you may as well come here and catch fish instead. Uh, but you know, it's seven, $800 for a, a plane ticket. And then um, you to Nairobi and then you can get down there for a hundred dollars. And then uh, a lot of people like to say, you know, stay at Hemingway's and all that, but it's, it's too expensive. And, um, there's other places. There's uh, Sea Sports. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, sea Sports is where all the anglers hang out in the evenings and um, tell their lies and all that kind of stuff. And uh, <laughs> yeah, oh my god. And... <laughs> so this it's, is. It's a, I think it's a, a lot more reasonable. So it's... how do you get down there uh, for a hundred bucks? Is that an Uber or uh, or what? A little pond jumper plane <laughs> that you would get jump on somebody's back. Tells you they can Uber, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the guys in the airport that say they're the porter that are supposed to carry your bags mm-hmm. around. I learned that one. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll uh, a donkey in a in a um, a trailer for a hundred dollars. No, there you get a flight for about a hundred dollars. Well, man, I I'm so glad you called us, and uh, I just love this Hemingway lifestyle that you two guys <laughs> live down there, and uh, uh, it's just an amazing story. Is there a place where they can go online, or you guys got a Facebook page or something, something where people can see the pictures and follow what's going on or what went down? Yeah, so. Um I'm, I'm going to pitch this story probably to uh, Sport Fishing Magazine. It's, I think it's a pretty good. This will be a pretty good story. Um, you know, I'll probably. You know, I'm also writing for Meat Eater lately and for Hatch and some others. So there's no telling where this stuff will pop up. But I'll, I'll keep y'all in the loop. All right. Well, Shane, thank you guys for calling and sharing this story with us. I was super excited when you sent me the pictures. I thought, holy cow, they they got in them. You know, it's in just for. You could supersize any trip you take, right? A business trip or a family trip and go and do something like this. Yeah, beautiful. just think about it a little bit. Well, Shane, hey. I'll tell you what I do. Oh, go ahead. No, I I was just going to say, we'll we'll put some of this stuff. People can track it on Facebook. We'll uh, we'll tie things together later on 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 the Outdoor Zone Facebook page. um, But you and Steve, be careful down there and – have a safe trip back, Steve. Hope you hope you make it back safe. And when are you going to be back in the states? Yeah, I'll be back uh, Wednesday of next week. I'll be jet lagged for about three days, and I'll be uh, fully aware <laughs> by Saturday. <laughs> Shane, when are you going to be back? Call, call us when you come back this way, buddy. Well, as soon as they let, as soon as somebody in America says, "Come on," I'll come on. All right. Well, come, <laughs> well, come on. on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys be careful. Thank you very much for calling in. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right, guys. Appreciate y'all. Thank All you. right. Bye bye. Live from Kenya.
an outdoor report. That's how Sail we do fishing. it on the Marlin outdoor fishing. zone. We're worldwide. We've just gone worldwide. Man, I just worldwide. I, lo- I love ZZ guys. Top. I right. love guys that are uh, that step into the adventure, and I mean you could, you could save for that. It's like planning an elk hunt and saving for an elk hunt and trying to do something like that. It's, but he tags on to things he's doing, right? Well, he works there, so he's just going for. I mean, yeah. if you work in Kenya, you it's a little easier for a hundred bucks to jump on a little plane and fly over. But anybody but, can do that. But he's figuring it out. While he's, he's that's there. what he's doing is he's figuring out, and he's intentional. Yeah. There's a good He's word. intentional about it. And Sun Automotive is intentional about taking care of your vehicles. Family. Well, we've done that. We've done that. We've taken care of your vehicles with Sun Auto, but we haven't done McBride's guns. I That's where Precious ought to go today. Absolutely. Yes. McBride's guns with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative. We support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. McBride's guns are family owned and operated. You know they've got a gunsmith right there beefsteak that'll tighten down your scope like it's supposed to be done you'll find mcbride's in the same place it's been for years the corner of 30th and lamar beefsteak goes in there and gets the scope tightened up gets them gets them that gun shooting straight you can call them or you can call them at 512-472-3532 or check them out online mcbridesguns.com mcbrides guns your hometown gun shop we'll get back on schedule we've got game warden field notes peter reports armed citizens report all that and more live right here 8 20 a.m sunday morning catch us 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com This is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, all right, all right. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Mm. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving up coastal, regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Matter of fact, I just was texting... My buddy Rick Wahlberg over there telling them how much we enjoyed dinner over there. and uh, Got to go back. How about if we go back? We need to go sit on the patio. Yeah. And just, well, that's what we did. We just we sat did. on the patio and You got that ginormous feasted. bass. Yes. Ah, on a wooden plate. It was so wooden. good. Don't miss our buddies over there. They have a pet-friendly patio, live music on select nights, open for lunch and dinner every day, and killer brunch on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, fabulous desserts, homemade breads. That's all from our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder over at Short Raw Barn Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill. You can track them, follow them, and find out more at shoreatx.com. Shoreatx.com. Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go get you some. I hope you took your blood pressure medicine. It's time for Peter Report. <laughs> I hope you do. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Okay, PETA's a mixture of just really ridiculous and really, in a lot of ways, pretty dang smart. They have come up with a starter kit. If you want to start an action team, uh, or if you're a seasoned 
animal rights activist. PETA's has a starter pack to assist you. They put together a selection of literature that covers all the major industries that abuse animals, along with a letter that includes tips on how to get started speaking out for animals. You have to say this more and sarcastically while you are talking. free. <laughs> and if you... Uh, so, the thing that was smart about it was that they packaged it, and they just want people out doing ridiculous stuff and creating waves in the. And so they you can order the starter kit, but you got to register. Yeah, you got to fill out this. You gotta it's, register. it's got like a form. You fill it out, and I guess maybe they check you a little bit. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they do. In four or five weeks, Cody is going to know. He's got a starter kit. I signed kit. him up for the starter action kit, Cody Ryan. You did beefsteak? Yes. Okay. I saw this and I went, I've got to get, I know what I'm I getting just, him for his birthday. I just know that. Uh, I can't if, wait. If it, if I, if you truly did. Yeah. That, um, let's just say that your life's about to get a little more difficult. I got a 45. I'm packing in my bear. My, yeah. my bear I've, holster. This I've morning. seen you shoot. I ain't scared. Oh, oh. shots fired! Man. Shots fired! So when you get this, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they will do a background check on you. You right. know, and maybe they'll say we don't, we can't send an action. They back can't run guy. a background check without my consent. So, oh. well, if they, they do, do that, I'm then sure we'll you have people a are doing all kinds lawsuit. of things that you don't know about. It, trying to find out about you. Hey, so, so the whole uh, PETA thing, and, and thank you for registering him. We'll see how that I, gets. I can't look. wait. If you really follow, did, yes. if you really did, I, then we're going to have some serious issues. The problem is I, I used your old address, so I don't know. If you're doing a mail forward, you may want to cut uh, that, that off. That may be a problem because that what do you forwards mean, serious over to issues? my house. We're gonna have you don't want to be on their on their mailing list just, or what? Trust me, you, you finally got a vehicle that's running good and you can trust. <laughs> Let's just say that... Uh, you may not have a vehicle that's running this very well. This 45 will put a hole in that I, engine I block. Happen to, I happen to have a uh, fresh five-pound bag of sugar at my house. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Thank you. I may sweeten up your fuel. Anymore. California lawmakers call for making free hunting days mandatory. Can California figure out whether they're coming or going or what? The, yeah, because they, they don't have any more hunters, so they're going... Huh. In 1979, they had 530,000 hunting licenses sold. Recently, the most recent count was 244,000. Half. I wonder what they did wrong. Half. Less than half. Hmm. And they all left. They've made it so difficult that they're trying to implement these free hunting days. Where there's two days, I think it's just two days at this point during hunting season <laughs> where you can hunt for free. <laughs> but, but get this. So one is, I don't know where you're going to go hunt there. Uh, I know they have good hunting there. I just don't, you, I don't know what loops. But to do this, you have to have hunter safety. You have to have all these, all these things tied into it that make it almost as difficult. If you want to know why they're not doing it, it's because of all the rules and regulations they put on it that make it where it's just not worth the hassle now we got rules and regulations we do all this i know i know but they it's over the top in their regulations and where you can go what they cut out all the uh what was it all the varmint hunting and uh 
what was it they cut out? They cut out all the um, uh, trapping and varmint hunting and all that kind of stuff. And that's why they have, you know, mountain lions snagging kids off of playgrounds and coyotes eating pet dogs and cats and which I just I got that in my neighborhood. Yeah, I know but, but uh so it's one free day in the spring and one free day in the fall. And you can go you can be non licensed and go with a licensed hunter. But I don't you know, still have that, to have hunter safety hunter and safety, all yeah. that stuff, which is that's good. You you know, primarily want so, that what do you think? It's kind of like should hog we, hunting. Here. Should we do that? Should we? Well, uh, people we have are, free fishing days. That's they're like scrambling. For all the kids, right? They're yeah. sc- well, I think you can fish for free in state parks, no matter what. Yeah, and we, we also have license free days that you can fish in certain. Oh, that's days true. Of the year. Yeah, that's true. So, so how do they do it in North people. Carolina? Yeah, what's going on in North Carolina, Precious? Uh, you free guys days? hunting? Well, we we don't really have any kind of free day hunting. Most of our stuff that's um, that's based around free stuff is mainly with youth um you know youth events and that kind of thing we have a a youth fishing event that's coming up um in april at a at a local pond that you know koz is going to be sponsoring that's going to be helping there with the the game wardens and stuff and serving food and and that and helping kids get rigged up to catch some trout that they're going to throw in there so that's boots on the ground i don't think about i don't think about PETA being in north carolina they probably wouldn't I was going to say, you, you may even say, what was the license? I, I was just thinking, you know, <laughs> North Carolina. Well, I mean, do, we just shoot right off the porch. Hear, North you ever Carolina, hear you get your driver's license, and they just issue a hunting permit right there. You just don't even the, the sign only, up The for only it. PETA that came into North Carolina was just louder horns on your vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But the California story, the only thing I can think of is what does the, the frog gigging life look like in the sewer? I bet, <laughs> oh, I bet it's good. I bet it's good. All right, Armed Citizens Report up next. Uh, you don't want to miss it. It is the fact. Archery country. Oh, archery country. Come on now. You That's... can shoot gig gig and Matthews do all kinds of stuff. Elite Hoyt. They have all the top brands. The staff and owners of Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. If you're looking for something for your kids, the folks at Archery Country know all the tournaments and school programs. They coach kids and hold classes regularly. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. You can track them online at austinarcherycountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com. Go see our buddies at Archery Country. They are everything archery in Central Texas. AustinArcheryCountry.com. Armed Citizens Report up next. Catch us 24-7-365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse, 7 to 9 a.m. It is 8.33 on a beautiful Central Texas morning. Yeah, it's a. it's not only a, it's a new year and great deals on a new Honda Accord. They're all happening at Central Texas Honda dealers, so get a fast start in 2020 in a new Honda. So get where you're going with a deal like in no other place, just like you'd love in a Honda. The 2020 Honda Accord, it's, a again, KBB. 
best buy of 2020 in the mid-size category. For your local Central Texas Honda dealers online at centraltexashondadealers.com. And, of course, we all sing, you know, the jingle, when or get where you're going in a Honda. Everybody has a Honda. TJ has a Honda. Cody has a Honda. Okay, there we go. So you just get where be, you're going you just in a Honda. Staked. And uh, for more information, visit KellyBlueBookSKBB.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark. Kelly Blue Book Company Incorporated. Now it's time for your Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. So our uh, our buddy Rachel Malone is Texas Director of Gun Owners of America, and she just picked apart this local story um, that the KXAN television channel, news channel, reported on. So there's news recent... Uh, did you see the news about a recent home invasion and shooting in Austin? Here's the style in which it was reported. There was a shooting at a local apartment. Two people died. Still looking for a motive. Unfortunately, because of the bill that just passed, we may not be able to punish the shooter. Oh, and that's not a bias, news reporting. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. And so she goes on to tell how the news channel... So, well, lawmakers passed nine gun-related laws during the 2019 legislature. We've talked about that over and over and all the different laws that were passed. One of them was uh, prevents landlords at apartment complexes from being able to keep tenants or their guests from carrying a firearm. I mean, that makes complete sense. Well, you yeah, know? if I'm ever going to an apartment, you're not going to stop me. Well, I mean, just to say, oh, you can't rent an apartment here and own a firearm when they're completely legal in the state of Texas. And um, so this means that as long as the renters in this case possess guns legally, they cannot face consequences for their apartment complex for having the guns within their apartment. And what happened was two uh, home invaders broke into an apartment and they were going in there to do whatever home invaders do, kill, rape, pillage, steal. And uh, but the apartment owner, the gun owner, uh shot them when they broke in and uh and protected their family and their stuff my only question would be do i get my deposit back for the blood on the carpet you know yes you would (laughs) and so but the but the local news station made it sound like it was, you know, it, it would have been better had they not had the guns in the apartments and that, you know, these two people would still be alive if that if the laws hadn't changed and passed. And I'm just thinking, you come breaking in my house or apartment, you are going to die. Or at least you're going to know you were, you were part of a uh, lead bath. I don't listen to any news channels particularly local news channels, any longer, because if you will dissect anything we have here in Central Texas, every single story is a biased story. Listen to the verbiage they use when they report anything, and it's it's just disgusting that 
that people take this in as fact and and actual news when it's not news. It's just a it's a it's another it's another story. Well, who in the it's world storyline presented by who a in the world would you, would think that it was okay? These guys break in violently break in into your house and that you wouldn't want to protect yourself or your family. Who where what kind of mindset is that? I do not get that. You guys are pretty gun friendly in North Carolina, right? Well, I mean, I'd like to think so. They're doing everything they possibly can just to try to take it away from, I think, the whole country. But um, there's a lot of counties around that but we got together and we passed a lot of um, petitions along and got them signed. And they're very active now within the counties of getting our Second Amendment rights Um pretty locked down so do so, you have can uh the license to carry yeah is we did a, a we state do. law or you have to go in mandatory time take a test yeah you have to go through carry concealed class most of them's done through troopers uh state troopers and ones that gives those classes most of the time is what you'll find do you have to get a recommendation like they used to do you know from a trooper where no. You'd have to or turn in a letter to your local sheriff or no. something like that. No, no, nothing at all. No, okay. Not like that. You know, I mean, if you just want to get a, a regular handgun permit, you know, then of course you just got to go to the sheriff's office and, um, you know, submit the registration for that. And it normally takes about a week to get that back. And uh, you know, is it open carry or concealed or both? Um, you can do both. Um, but the the recent things that's happened in Walmart's, at least on our side, you know, I know it's been kind of all over the country. You know, so that, that kind of changes. Spandex. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man! Hey man! Um, you know the new fashion of the of the open carry um, is is a, a just a little bit more frequent Lot. now. You know, concealed is is getting to where people are starting to get real scared of that. Um, but you know, I mean, most of the time, pretty freely. I mean, you can you can open carry as long as you're. Um, yeah, as long as you have a carry? well, no. I mean, I, I can open carry as long as your gun's registered and it's and it's legal. You Everything's know, legal with it. You know, I've told hmm. I've told the story many times and uh, about when I was in Lynchburg. One of the very first times I was in Lynchburg, Virginia, home of Liberty University, and I was in a sandwich shop, and a kid came walking out of the university and down into the sandwich shop and was shop and was standing right behind me, and he was carrying a nine millimeter pistol on his side and just came right down off of campus and the president of uh, liberty university and uh, those folks up there man that as much as what's going on in virginia against open carry or right. against firearm rights at all it is just incredible yeah. how many people carry and, and this young guy i said hey you can open carry in class and stuff and he goes well yeah and i said what are you carrying and he said well I usually carry my forty five, but it kind of felt like a nine millimeter day today. <laughs> I just love that line from him. And but those are the kind of things where I just think, you know, the right the right person with the, you know. Well, I think it's interesting that in Texas, for I mean, we talked about it for a long time here. Uh, just a couple of years ago, we uh, opened up open carry. It had always been you had to be licensed to conceal carry. And there was no open carry whatsoever, and right. you actually got a fine if you were printing, which means you know any part of your firearm was showing or, or even through, through your clothes. Yeah. yeah, and so I think it's interesting. You guys 
are backwards, which I guess I would assume, you know, being north of Dallas. Um, wow. <laughs> now, that you can open carry without the license, but everybody in town is afraid conceal. of concealed carry. Yes. It was opposite here. Everybody freaked out when they were like, oh, it's going to be open carry. Oh, my God, there's going to be gunslingers everywhere with holsters showing. And uh, I just thought, I, you know, as you were saying that, I realized, wow, perception, right? You uh, know, everybody's got their idea of what this looks like. And it's all with how you have grown up or been around it. It's no big deal for somebody to be open carrying in North Carolina and Texas. It was a huge deal to pass that law or get rid of the law that was in place so that we could open carry. And everybody was afraid of open carry here where now everybody in North Carolina is afraid of concealed carry. So on, uh, on the first day of open carry here, it was a Saturday morning, and I got a call from Beefsteak, and him and his buddy, one of our good friends that goes to our Tuesday night men's Bible study, they were getting on their motorcycles, fully leathered up with all their guns on, <laughs> and they drove over to the most liberal breakfast joint in Austin. It's Pumpkin really good. Seed pancakes and yeah yeah vegan pancakes and all that stuff and so i rushed over there to go have (laughs) breakfast with them and i mean it was like you could have dropped a pen in that room when they walked in and sat us down and eventually the manager came over and said oh yeah about this whole gun thing and all that (laughs) stuff and of course beefsteak goes down and tells him exactly word by word how the law is written and his signs out front are wrong and all this stuff I and the guy ended up the best part the guy ended up buying breakfast and he was really good about it um but one of my most cherished memories he was of all times was, I, I went ahead and packed your food into go boxes and paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> you bring me a separate table over here so i can we take got, all this out of my pocket it's really uh, just set it all out there on the table you got a place to hang these guns <laughs> it was it he was sat down and talked with us too yeah it was so good there were some it families so that left you know but <laughs> hey. yeah they saw well, they do that anyway. They see you two guys walk in. They go, oh, honey, get the kids. Let's go. It's like metal contamination or something. Oh, <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Something else that's really good is Nile Maxwell Supercenter. If you're trying to find that Ram 1500, there's one place to go. That's Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They've got that Texas Auto Riders Association Truck of the Year over there. they got tons of them. Uh, better performance, more efficiency, new technology, more than 100 safety features. If you're looking for a truck that can pull a trailer, a boat, a camper, this is a truck for you. 12,500 pounds and a ton of storage space. They got dozens of Ram 1500s in stock. Go see our buddies over at Supercenter. Nile Maxwell Supercenter, number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas. Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. We'll wrap this thing up. Coming up, uh, plus uh, I want to tell you about uh, Donald J. Uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s Alaskan bear hunt. Come on. Grizzly hunt. We ought to talk about that that. coming up next. You get it only one place right here live in the bunkhouse. It is the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my All right, welcome back. I'm going to have to change it up. I realized yesterday I've got, uh, I've got, I fished three Bass Champs tournaments this year, and I've been a pound out of the money or uh, one or two spots out of the money in all three, and it's powdered donuts and green tea for my morning breakfast. So I may have to go to the honey bun like uh, mm-hmm. like old Robert Earl Keane talks about in that song. I've got to go back to the honey bun. Kind of got burned out on it, though, when you buy them in 60 packs. It's like, ah, uh, 60. I found out if you put it under your arm for about, Three minutes under your armpit, oh then it really makes it better. In the in the cellophane, of course. <sighs> That's the part I was <laughs> confused about. Yeah. I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> Donald uh, Trump Jr.'s Alaska grizzly hunting permit is pure luck of the draw. An Alaska. That's right. Yeah, the president's <laughs> happened to the be. president's <laughs> son accident. Lucky. <laughs> well, it's true. It's I mean, it's a draw deal. An Alaskan conservation official confirmed that Donald Trump Jr. was issued a permit enabling him to hunt grizzly bears in the western regions of the state. Not many of these permits exist. The license will allow President Trump's oldest son to hunt bears in the Bering Sea town of Nome on the Seward, Pennsylvania. Oh, man. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. was awarded the permit in a lottery-style draw that he had to pay a $1,000 non-resident fee and purchase a $160 non-resident hunting license. Trump Jr. was one of three people who applied for 27, uh, applied for, was one of three people who applied for 27 non-resident grizzly hunting spots. Only three people applied? That'd be a good, the odds are, I know, but the odds. Yeah. Yeah, but only three, uh, there's 27 non-resident permits. That's what I didn't understand is, I mean, I, what makes him lucky? They all three get one. I'm gonna apply for one. Apparently, I'm did, gonna apply for one. Did you see that one. thing where he uh, raised like three hundred forty bucks, three hundred forty thousand dollars to go on this hunt? Uh, to to go hunt for someone him? to go with him? Yeah, on uh, a different hunt. No kidding. Yeah, that, we had to do a Cody Ryan I'd thing do like that. that. I'd pay that to go hunting with him. We got to get a couple. And then bucks, all you got to do go is get his dad to hook you up with like a bank and. You know, like oh my gosh, Poland Ukraine. or Yugoslavia oh. or so, yeah, Ukraine, <laughs> and then you could op- open up a uh, consulting business, and they put a couple million bucks in there, and you'd be all good. Ain't nothing oh wrong with that. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You know, out of state, who you know, you know, out of state, there was uh, it was Utah, and, and, and that's the end of that story. You're gonna rip up your rip up the script. Shredder. What was it Utah that said they were going to change the out of state non-resident fees down to normal to get more people from out of state to come hunt? So, and that was a conversation that I've had with the Texas guys before and because Colorado to go up there and elk hunt it's 550 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um and that's before you get your bear tag and all the other stuff that you're going to get because you don't go to, you know, and that's another 250. But really, if you want people to come hunting, drop the fees down a little bit. Well, you know, be- you're not making your money on the license. The Parks and Wildlife guys are, which is good. They need money. But you, the, the money is made in the, in the hotels and the, all the gear. that You know, everybody goes there and you buy, you know, 
hundred dollars, two hundred, five hundred dollars worth of stuff when you get there anyway. And that's where the money is made at the at the breakfast shop and all the stuff around the hunting trip. Well, there uh, in Texas, I don't know if it's three days or you get a one week out of t- out of state for exotics only. Right. I can't remember, but it's yeah, like forty eight ex- bucks. Yeah, that's exotics only. No whitetail. Do y'all have pigs over there in North Carolina? Yeah, uh, there's in some. Wild? There's some that's more down east, you know, towards the coast and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're they're starting to migrate a little bit closer towards the Piedmont area of where I'm at. But Colorado said they officially. Did you see that release? Colorado. We, Colorado. <laughs> I lived there. I was born there. Anyways, um, they uh, they said that they've eradicated pigs now. That's pretty good. I don't yeah. believe it. I don't, I don't know that they ever had any to eradicate. All right, so uh, off of Old McDonald's beef, farm. Beefsteaks quote of the week is: "Live in each season as it passes. Breathe the air, drink the drink, taste the fruit, and resign yourself to the influence of the great outdoors." Drink the drink. That's right, man. You got that energy Outdoor drink. Outdoor Kool Aid, baby. <laughs> This week's Bible verse comes from Lama, Lamentations. Lamentations? Lama? Lamentations. Colorado. Lamentations. There you go. 341. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same time, same place. Next week. So, Precious, got any words of wisdom for the folks out there? Um, you know, one of the things that, that always comes to mind for me and you know cody touched on perspective earlier and one of the things that i've always thought about is you can't judge or you can't feel the warmth of a man's blood from the surface of his skin so Hmm. don't always seek the worst in someone just by their appearance or by the gun that's on their hip Always seek what their heart might be showing you. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. Beef right. yeah, replacement. He's going to have to do a call in. It was good knowing you, Beef Steak. <laughs> All right. Thank you, folks, for listening to the show this week. Get a kid off the couch. Take him for a walk in the park. Show him the birds, the trees. To heck, take him hunting, take him fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Uh, gentlemen, Get your family, rally them up together, and get them to a good Bible-based church there in your community somewhere. After all, it all belongs to him anyway. If you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, or if you have, if you know a little boy who needs to get himself outside, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com, and get more information on starting a hunting and fishing ministry for boys in your church. Uh I'm TJ Gray. Hey, shout out to Shane Townsend and Steve Bender, too, down there mm, in Kenya for calling in. And uh, Road Rash, you're the man. Thank you for making sure everything got done today. And anything else uh, you guys can think of? Thank you to uh, to our regulators out there who've been listening. I guess that's it. Regulators, let's mount up. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out and you can't make us run But when the old boys raise on shotgun We say grace and we say man And you ain't into that Don't give a damn
here from North California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a truck line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. 